Welcome to the Taking It Outside podcast from Spring Hill Outfitters, the show that connects you with the outdoors, with experts on guns, archery, cooking, outdoor gear, and more. Here's your host, Trent Lassiter. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Taking It Outside, inside Spring Hill Outfitters. Glad you could join us today. We uh, took last week off, had a busy week last week. Lots of stuff going on around the store, so we had to take a week off, but we're back and we're better than ever this week. Season two, episode 13. It's going by fast. Uh, I got a great episode planned today. Before we get into that, we want to encourage you to listen to past episodes on all major podcast platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find Taking It Outside. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I always say TikTok Tuck. I haven't seen any new TikTok. She's been slacking. Yeah, we got to get back with TikTok Tuck. She's still here. But she's been slacking on content, so we're going to work on that. <laughs> but uh, check us out on TikTok, of course, Spring Hill Outfitters, taking it outside, all major podcast platforms. And uh, last episode we did was talking about the Southern Outdoor Classic, I think, with Mr. Kent Jones, which we're going to talk a lot more about here in a little bit. But uh, check it out. We had some good ones. Kamado Joe, that episode's still doing really well, talking about grilling and uh, Winchester and Yeti and lots of good episodes. So check them out. As always, we thank Joel Gilly at Joel Gilly Productions. Joel is the man. He's famous for two things, taking an outside podcast and the flamethrower video, which has reached over <laughs> three point something million people now. That we is were, a good one. We were in Indiana this past week and people were like, we saw the flamethrower video <laughs> across the country. We reached the world. We touched everybody. It's like taking an outside. Uh, so yeah, thanks to Joel for dealing with us every week and editing what we have to offer and turn it into the best that he can. He does a good job. So thank you, Joe. Check him out for all your DJ and production needs. He has many talents. Uh, we have a special guest, superstar, Nashville, Sony recording artist, three-time Grammy Award winner. Oh, not, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Coming soon. No, Miss Paige King-Johnson is here today. Welcome, Miss Paige. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. I've never been in the upstairs part of Spring Hill at first. I feel like I have like a back door experience going on This right is, now. yeah, VIP experience yeah. today. Spring Hill Studio is what we call this. It used to be called a meeting room. Yeah. <laughs> but we say Spring Hill. a lot better. We say, we say Spring Hill Studio. People, oh my gosh, they have a studio inside their store. I'm like, yeah, we kind of just bought the stuff at Lowe's and put it on the wall and hung a few ducks and turkeys on the wall and put a sign up and now we have a studio. Look, we did actually lights. have a meeting up here the other day. We still meet up here. And I was like, I think this is like the first meeting we've yeah. had up here in a while. Well, yeah, it works. Yeah. It's a dual purpose room. That's what we have to do here at Spring Hill Outfitters. Make the best of what we have. So, uh, No, Miss Page is from... North Carolina, yes. from the big metropolis of Anger. Yes, I'm, I'm so glad you say it right. How do you say it wrong? I get all kinds of stuff. I, I get, bet so. Well, give I me get some other ways to pronounce it. Angrier. <laughs> I get. That sounds like where I'm from, angrier. <laughs> I get Angier. I get all kinds of stuff. In Harnett County, you would think that would be easy too, but no. I get Hornet County. Harnett, <laughs> Harnett, Harnett. I'm like, well, we know you ain't never been there before. <laughs> Harnett County, Anger, North Carolina, born and raised North Carolina. That's considered Eastern North Carolina still, yeah. Eastern North Carolina, a little bit south of where we are, but uh, born and raised. Went to high school in Anger, I guess. Yep, Harnett Central. Go Trojans. There you go. Plug for Harnett Central. <laughs> Plug for Harnett Central. And uh, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into what you're known for around the world now, like before you got to that point. Yeah. Tell me something about yourself. Well, uh, I grew up, like you said, in Andrew, North Carolina. Uh, I showed horses my entire life. Um, so that was the only thing really that has taken up more time than music in my life has been uh, everything agriculture. I started with sheep because I was, uh, they were a better size for, you know, a four year old to have to deal with than a big horse. I can see that. Um, so started with sheep and let them drag me around our farm for a few years before, uh, they finally got me a show horse to get on and, uh, showed some rabbits in between there, and so that was show every, rabbits? Rabbits. I showed rabbits. How, how do you? I'm learning new stuff. You, how do you show a rabbit? Well, you just hold them up. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! 
<laughs> you know, the only difference between a showing a rabbit and a magic show is having a top hat. <laughs> what are you... Dun, dun, dun. I am learning really so much know? already. And We've been like, five minutes and I've already learned all kinds of new feel stuff. feel their muscles. <laughs> and they, I mean, they okay. just look at like the... I mean... How would you show a sheep? You just walk them around in a circle, and then you flex them and let them see how muscular they are. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to know that I had the blue ribbon winning rabbit at the Harnett County Fair, and she was the smallest in the whole class, and she still won. So my question is, how many other rabbits were in that class? Um, we don't talk about it. <laughs> it was the first and only ever Harnett County Fair. There were at least like six or seven other ones in there. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know people showed The real rabbits. story is I started with two that year, but only one made it to the fair. The backup one. We had to go to the backup. The main <laughs> rabbit yeah, didn't make sadly. it. What was your rabbit's name that won blue, the um, blue ribbon? Thumper, obviously. Oh. <laughs> took a long time to figure out that name. <laughs> Thought long and hard on that one. So you showed sheep and you showed horses and you showed rabbits. You, my sister showed horses. I don't know you showed horses, but she went to like Raleigh and Lake Waccamaw and Williamson, maybe in all the places like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday oh, kind yeah. of thing every weekend mm-hmm. showing horses. I mean, show season starts. I mean, training start would be like February, and then we would start to have uh, local shows, and then you go to district shows, which would be around like April, May. Always had to. It was always around prom time, so I would go to prom on Saturday night, wake up on Sunday morning early, and have to go to a show like four hours away. Wow! And then a uh, state show would be in Raleigh. Um, in June, I do believe it is. And then you work from then local shows until the state fair in October. And then that was always kind of the end of show season yep. for us. You do a couple local shows in November and then that was it. You had a few months of a break. Hmm. <laughs> you uh, grew up, do you hunting, fishing, growing up? I haven't asked you that question before. I grew up fishing. I, I was never, up. our family was never a hunting family. I am married to a hunter and a fisher. And so I have recently um, found a whole new appreciation for being um, a wife who has to go put out corn mm. during deer season. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> Ladies, I feel your pain. (laughs) Yeah, hunting season's almost here, so you better enjoy the time you have with him now. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. What kind of hunting does he do? Uh, He mainly just hunts deer, um, and he doesn't really go during bow season. He's just just a gun hunter. I met Miss Page uh, several years ago now. I guess it was 2016 or a little before that maybe, but she – I know most of y'all out there probably know who she is already by now, but if you don't, she is a uh, North Carolina, I won't say local, she's from this area, but she's a country music artist yes. who we met back in uh, in the first show she played at the farm, actually right across the road to farm at 95, was in 2016, we talked yeah. about a while ago. Which and, I want uh, you to know at the time, well, I mean, like y'all are a big deal, but at the time, whenever I played that first show, I, I don't was know, like, I don't know "Where's this going?" Y'all like, are a big deal, but that, I, I thought y'all were really. A big I was deal. like, "I have made it. I am playing a show at the farm at '95. Like, I'm going to go meet this Trent guy who like books all these huge people that I love here." And now here we are doing a taking outside podcast in a meeting room that's bringing you out. When you're younger, sometimes you have you can see things you know bigger than what they actually are. But hey, that's actually very flattering. Thank you. No, very flattering. You've I appreciate it. that. You've made it. I now. made my day. Thank you. No, I will say Casey Tyndall, she's another local North Carolina girl. She played there. She was kind of that same way. She got her first, I think her first really step was when she opened up for that, or sang that Keith Urban. She won a mm-hmm. contest with QDR That's and right. played at mm-hmm. Walnut Creek. I was there that night. And uh, now she's in Nashville, too, living it up. And she's played the farm a few times. So, yeah. But, uh, no, so Miss Page uh, has been singing. When did you first start getting into the music industry? Um. Well, I always say I was a kid that just needed attention, so I was a performer from. <laughs> At least the, you're honest about the time. the rabbit. The rabbit thing didn't yeah. pan out. We had to do something <laughs> didn't get a lot of views the with wasn't the quite radio. There, yeah. <laughs> um, I knew that wasn't going to take me far in life. So. At least you realize that. That's. Good. Um, I started out in piano whenever I was young, uh, probably about six. And then I uh, started playing guitar when I was 10. And so that was kind of when the performance aspect kind of started. I was playing at every backyard barbecue, every church service, every family reunion. Um, and then it was about high school whenever I, like the, the light came on in my head that 
there's a business side to music right. and that people like make a living and, and put food on the money table. By doing right. <laughs> people can actually like halfway keep the lights on doing music. And so um that was really when the idea of Nashville and the idea of uh, you know, writing songs and all that kind of stuff kinda of came into me to my mind and then after high school I moved to Nashville, went to college there and so You went to Belmont, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So everybody that wants to aspire to be a Music artist goes to Belmont. Nashville's There's got a, a lot really of people cool people who won't to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Uh, Luke Combs is funny talking about North North Carolina artists in the farm and mentioned, of course, Miss Page and Miss Casey. Luke Combs, I don't, he never played, he got any the music at all until he was like in college, right? He was like college age. Right. He never so. played yeah. any music at all. And uh, I guess in college, picked up the guitar and uh started playing i think he was right out of college when he came to the farm for the first time mm-hmm. and paid him some gas money and it's crazy now he's luke combs playing all over the place i like and being an artist i think it's so cool to hear people's stories and like you know the stories that you get is not you know you don't get the whole story but i right. think it's just so cool to hear people's stories and see like people like him who hadn't yeah. even picked up a guitar until he was in college and then like people like me who had I was singing for my mom in the back seat of the car at age four. Yeah. No, it is cool to hear people how to get started. Some people have easier methods on making it big than others, but most, the majority of the bigger artists had to go through those times of playing for gas money. And if that, sometimes they don't get gas money. And, and uh, <laughs> I had plenty of notes. <laughs> Luke, uh, I tell the story a lot, but Luke, you know, we paid him $200 in gas the first time he came from Asheville. And then he came back in 2016, and I said, look, dude, I said, the deal's kind of the same thing. The local artists will pay you gas money, but you live in Nashville, but it's still $200. So do you want to come? He said, yeah. So he drove from Nashville, Tennessee wow. for $200 wow. to play the farm. He was like, Miss Page, he was like, oh, my gosh, the Trent guy called me from the farm at 95. I've heard all about it. No, he didn't say that. But uh, it's cool to see how people get started. Yeah. And uh, make it big. Broadway in Nashville, she mentioned going to Nashville. Broadway's full of, full of folks that are just trying to. Make yeah. it big. I have a lot of friends who they pay their dues on Broadway about four yeah. times a week. All you folks out there, especially girls going on all these freaking bachelorette parties out there. But <laughs> everybody that travels to Nashville, that's a cool spot. It's a few hours away from here by a plane. But when you go to Nashville and go to all those honky tonks on Broadway, lower Broadway, make sure you tip the folks. Yes. Give them a 20. Please, Or a 10 or a whatever you got. Yes. Pages thing and give her all you got. Just oh, give her yeah. all your money. Uh, so you went to school at Belmont. And graduated and then came back home. You still spend quite a bit of time in Nashville, though, right? Right, yeah. So I graduated Belmont in December of 2018. And from then until when the pandemic hit, excuse me, (coughs) um, I was mostly in Nashville. 2019 was really when I started doing music full time. And so um, I was doing a lot of radio stuff at the time. So I spent a good month on the road doing radio tour um, so I was everywhere but home in Nashville. And um, that was also the year of weddings for me. So I spent a lot of time coming back home. Like all six of my childhood friends from <laughs> like middle and high school like all life. decided to get married in 2019. <laughs> That's what I've been doing the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it was between radio tour and playing shows and coming back home and going to bachelorette parties. And it was craziness. I don't know how I survived 2019. Um, but then 2020, <laughs> and then 2020 came. came. <laughs> and I really don't know how I survived that. Um, but yeah, so 2020 came and it, you know, I went, came home. Like, I feel like, like everybody else did in Nashville yeah. at the time and um, really kind of had the time to get back to my roots. It had been the first time in five years that I had, you know, spent more than three or four days at home at a time. Mm. And um, it was nice. I feel like it, it it sucked at the time because I I had 70 shows get canceled in a matter of two weeks. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I hadn't really thought about that. But COVID, of course, 2020, 2021, even into now, 2022, right. but affected a lot of different people. But that industry mm-hmm. um, was affected more than anybody. Just about, I mean, it's, you know, all the shows, of course, every show got canceled right. from the top to the bottom. Uh, venues got shut down. Uh, production companies were out of jobs and, and uh, really nothing to do if you're a performer. You perform to a group of people, and when the governor or the president or whoever says you can't gather in a group of people, there's no more concerts. Right. So. I know. It was it was the year of, like, Facebook Lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zoom and did TikTok. Zoom concerts. Yes. And I feel like a lot of people got famous on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We did a drive-in. We did a two or three drive-in concerts, like Band of Oz, I think, Coastline. Yeah, right. Everybody parked in the that. field and had their own little social distancing space and had to park cars 10 feet apart. Right. 
It was crazy. And it was like crazy to think back on that time. But yeah, it gave me an opportunity to come back um, to North Carolina and kind of build up my fan base here at home, which is super important. I feel like for any artist, um, I'm a big fan of anything grassroots. And so to be able to come back home and spend most of my time back here and playing shows all around and visiting different parts of North Carolina that I had never really taken the time to do before whenever I was so like honed in on Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. Um, I feel like it was really good for me. Good. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, going back to that. I mean, it's, it's good that you could come back home and a lot of artists I know, I mean, you hear all kinds of stories, a lot of artists and bands and stuff kind of dismembered during that whole time because there was nothing to do and financial issues, whatever it may be. And, and a lot of hardship came, but some good came out of it too. It sounded like, so it's good. You come back home and hang out with us for a while in North Carolina. I love my North Carolina people. So you've had some big hits. The first one was Water Down the Whiskey, correct? That was, yes. That was your debut single. Yes, 2019. That was what I spent, you know, those weeks out on the road yeah. for radio stuff. And um, that was my first real music video. <laughs> and uh, looking back on it now, it's crazy, you know, with so many songs that have happened since then. It's crazy to kind of go back and get in that headspace of, um, you know, when it was all starting to come out. So you traveled and going back to artists and what you don't really see a mainstream artist, but when somebody, I don't care how big or small they may be, when they have a song like that, you have to travel around to every radio station you can trying to push it and right. trying to coerce the radio station into playing it. That's how you get discovered. Right. And that industry is when radio stations pick it up. Of course, people get famous on TikTok and other weird ways too. But if you want to be really famous, if you want to get really famous, <laughs> you have to get, uh, you have to go around and talk to all these radio stations and shake hands and kiss babies. And that's what you did for that song. Right. And like my, you know, three, four weeks of spinning out, that was a super stripped down radio tour. I mean, we visited, I think we ended up going to nine or 10 states within those couple of weeks. And, um, most artists spend an entire year out on the road just doing yep. radio tour stuff. And so um, I I did a very trimmed down version of it, but it was very helpful for me, um, you know, on the, what I call myself a baby artist on that level right. um, to be able to make those relationships that have lasted, you know, three years and keep going. So after Water Down the Whiskey, what was next? What song was next? Um, just Like You uh, mm-hmm. was my second single to country radio. Which was a ballsy move to do um, because it was a ballad and uh, country radio doesn't tend to like ballads, especially from women, because they just think that we're just whining about stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just complaining like you. (laughs) I have outnumbered in here. I better watch what I say. I was about to say, (laughs) this store is full of a lot of hurtful (laughs) things. Um, But yeah, uh, but it was a love song and... uh, it was a song that I loved and I had written with a friend of mine that I went to college with and um, my whole team, we all believed in it. And so they were all kind of scared to pull the trigger on it though. And so I was like, if I got to make the decision, then fine. (laughs) But like I played this for all the people whenever I was on radio tour and every program director at at every station, they loved the song. So, you know, if I'm getting yeses from them, then it should be good. Yeah. So since then you've had some other uh, big, hits what's some of the more famous or well-known more popular songs you've had since those first two well that one that one helped um with everything and it introduced me to pam tillis who she ended up uh producing the music video for that song and then uh, pam actually found my next single for me um which was baby don't and it was written by three huge nashville songwriters um liz rose and Lori mckenna and hillary Lindsay. Um, which are all like my three top favorite Nashville writers. So it's crazy that one of their songs landed in my lap. But um, that was a good one. That was um, kind of the biggest splash that I had made at radio so far and uh, really opened up a lot of doors for me in terms of finding more songs for what was later going to be my album that I released this past June. Um, And was the biggest for me on streaming platforms and, and finding new people, you know, with Instagram and all that kind of stuff too. So, um, we had that. And then right now we're working a song called famous enough at country radio. And, um, it's doing very well on the billboard charts and the music row charts right now. And just trying to get it out as much as possible. If you're watching this right now, go 
requested at your local radio station, there famous enough. Pam Tillis, that's a pretty big name. How'd you how'd you work that out? Um, she actually somehow heard just like you. Okay. Um, and she started kind of looking into me and uh found out that she had been longtime friends with my manager. Um, Bernard Porter and uh, reached out to him and she was just like, you know, this girl's got a lot going on. I, I like what she's doing. Um, if there's any way that I can be involved, because at the time this was 2020, she was right. off the road, right. uh, wasn't, you know, doing all her normal stuff. And so um, it ended up working out that she produced the music video for us. She had never done anything like that before. Mm. Um, it was hectic trying to like, you know, her and I, to create a relationship over FaceTime and phone calls for like three months leading up to this video. And then, um, you know, jumping through all the COVID hoops at the time to be able to get a cast and crew together to be able to do a music right. video shoot was a little crazy, but, um, it was, it was a really cool video. We had a lot of fun. And how can folks watch that? On YouTube. Just go look up Paige King Johnson on YouTube. It's on Facebook too. If you want to scroll and find it far enough down. While we're on that, make sure you go follow the page on Facebook. Yes, please do. Instagram. Do you TikTok? I do TikTok. Um, I feel like an 85-year-old whenever I'm on TikTok because I'm challenged. But yeah, I'm not <laughs> I sure. know. I have all these ideas for TikTok. Oh, and God. at night, I've, I just send them to Tucker. Uh-huh. I was like, you got to execute this because I can't do it. Right. You see all these people and they're like getting ready and then they do the... They do the, <laughs> like a transition. <laughs> or they're like... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to, after we get done recording this podcast, we're going to record some TikToks we're do a in TikTok. here. We got a ring light. Oh, we're going to do a, some TikToks in here. Everybody out there has some some <laughs> tutorials on how to make cool TikToks. I, I figured out how Send they do it. Way. Like the dancing ones, when it's all crazy, uh-huh. they're doing all. They do it in slow mo. Ah, and then they speed it up. Let's we'll see that dancing. How do they do it? <laughs> <laughs> like the macarena on steroids. Some of them, I feel like they're doing sign language. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We're going to get famous on TikTok. I know. Yeah. One day. Um, North Carolina Department of Agriculture mm-hmm. Ambassador. Yes. That's the official title, right? Yes. That's pretty cool. We talked about that a while ago. So she's, uh, you just started that within the last. Yeah. February of this year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, working with the Department of Ag in North Carolina, being that we are uh, Eastern North Carolina business and from here and love taking it outside whether it be hunting fishing farming uh i always see videos of your i guess husband out there on the tractor at nighttime yes. you're recording him yeah i mean i've seen you on tiktok i think recording him on tiktok yes, or i am messing I, with the- my husband is tiktok he always comes home he's like let me see that tiktok you took <laughs> <laughs> and i saw you there recording me. <laughs> so uh tell us about that that's a pretty cool uh gig i guess with the department of agriculture right, right. so you know in my famous rabbit showing days <laughs> that's where it all started uh, <laughs> they, call, they saw her back in the <laughs> they saw my rabbit skills um no i grew up in 4-h and ffa um, um, if there's any 4-H nerds out there, I was a clover bud before you're even allowed to be a clover bud. A what? A clover bud. That <laughs> you go from clover. <laughs> you got to show rabbits for that <laughs> in 4-H because the because the, the 4-H is a clover. Okay, I'm gonna learn so all you, kinds of new stuff. So from today. the ages of like four to nine, you're a clover bud. Okay. For, you're gonna love this. From the ages of like nine. To <laughs> <laughs> More than the rapping? I can't wait to see what this is. What's the next From one? From the ages of like 9 to 12, all the 4-H people going to be like, you got it wrong. You're a little britches. <laughs> I love 4-H. And I'm not making fun of me. I love 4-H. 4-H is great. And then I just didn't know these terminology. You're, then you're just a junior or a senior. Well, that uh, got boring. I know. <laughs> Real quick. Britches and Real then quick. Bud, britches little britches and, then and, then and um, so I was in, <laughs> I was in 4-H and then I was in FFA in high school. Um, I did all the things I, I really mainly started focusing on horses, um, later on in life. So I did horse judging, I did horse bowl, I did hippology, I did showing horses, all that kind of stuff. And so, um, the Department of Agriculture was on a Zoom meeting uh, during 2020. I'd come home and I was um, performing for a 4-H awards banquet. Um, they had asked me to come on. I was like, I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> my, well. my rabbit died. I can't show you. <laughs> the biggest show in 2020. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? 
It actually did end up being the biggest show of 2020 because it introduced me to the people with the Department of Agriculture. And um, they reached out to me after the um, Zoom and just kind of started of, you know, you're, we promote products of North Carolina. And although you're not a crop grown in the ground or something sitting on the shelf, you're a product of North Carolina. Um, and, you know, how can we help promote you? And so... Um, conversations kind of started and led into uh, now me being the ambassador for uh, the Department of Agriculture. Bless their souls. They've never hitched their wagon to a crazy person like a music artist before. Um, but yeah, so I, I wrote a song for them. It's called Homes in the Hometowns. Um, and we recorded a music video for it on a family farm. I watched that video. You can check it yeah. out. That's, that's really cool. It's uh, And that was shot in, um, wow, in Duncan, North Carolina, which ain't really a, a place, but um, <laughs> it, it's a place if you live there. And uh, we, so we've been working on that song. And then I've also been visiting um, high schools and middle schools across North Carolina, um, talking to the students there who are in music classes and in FFA classes. Um, and clubs and uh, talking to them about the importance of music and agriculture and kind of how I fused those two together um, in my life and trying to encourage kids to um, look into jobs and careers in agriculture and, um, you know, the fact that it spans much further than just putting on overalls and jumping on a tractor um, at 530 in the morning. And, um, then the the third part of that has been we just launched a statewide talent competition that's going to be starting um, in September. Yeah, we discussed that a while ago. So and just, Trent just, is going to enter. I was going yeah. to, and I found out I was too old. It's the only thing that stopped me from doing you it. You could be the honorary guest. Yeah, be, you could. I would be a judge. You, you could, have to be, uh, you could be a judge. <laughs> what ages? You said thir- it's 13 to 22. Okay. Um, and singer-songwriters of any genre um, across the state – that we're looking for some, we're looking for some talent to be able to showcase, and you know we have a nice little prize package of getting to write with some Nashville hit songwriters and record the song in Nashville, and That's you know sweet. be able to release it. So um, I'm excited. Uh, I love being able to mentor kids, and not that you know I'm like high and mighty and know everything <laughs> about everything, but um, I, I'll enjoy being able to give back and this partnership with the Department of Agriculture has been really rewarding for me. How do folks sign up if they want to sign up for that competition? Go to ncagstar.com and there's a registration page and a video of like, you know, background information, all that kind of stuff. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so you've shared the stage with a lot of big people before. Uh, give us some of those names. Who have you uh, opened up for? I know several people in the past. Who's some right. of the biggest names you work with on the stage at a concert? Well, the biggest probably would be Kane Brown, and that was right here at the farm at 95. Yeah, last that was last December. Right. Uh, first with the QDR. We love our friends over at yes. QDR 94-7, and they worked out a Christmas, uh, their Christmas show. All the money went to the UNC Children's Hospital, right. I think it was, and mm-hmm. uh, indoors at the farm at 95. And uh, we had a packed house. Kane Brown plays these football stadiums and sells like thousands and thousands right. and thousands of tickets. And he came to the farm at 95 and played him and uh, Restless Road, his opening band mm-hmm. that travels with him, that he signed. I think they uh, came and did a pretty cool little impromptu Sunday afternoon. Right, Sunday. yeah, it was Sunday. And uh, Miss Page opened up for Kane Brown. That was pretty cool. That was, yeah, that was really neat. So that was probably the biggest um, so far. Probably like, because I'm a 90s kid, the biggest – the coolest thing was I got to open up for Joe Nichols um, back in, I think it was November of last year. Um, and he was, you know, singing all of his hits, you know, Tequila Makes Her Clothes Fall Off, which was freaking hilarious to watch like 70-year-old women like standing <laughs> up. And, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> they kept their clothes they on. They drinking tequila. No, they kept their clothes on. But um, with Joe Nichols, and that was that was a writer's round too. So uh, Gabby Barrett was there, and Jimmy Allen, and you know, just to get to watch them. And um, anytime I get to open up for artists, I just really enjoy like being a nerd and and watching like you know how are they building up their yeah. set list and how are they interacting with crowds and how are they you know interacting with their band and all this kind of stuff because I'm learning from that and right. learning how to build a live show from that. Um, and so I, I do enjoy and appreciate. It. I don't take it for granted. Best venue you ever played? What was the favorite, the most favorite venue you've ever been to? Um, I feel like I have to say. 
this is a loaded okay, question. Okay, let's get that question. <laughs> she had to hesitate. Next question. <laughs> I will say when she played the farm at 95 for the Kane Brown show, she was so good. I, I was there and I owned the venue and I stayed and watched her. And when Kane started, I left. <laughs> I just came to see. I came to see Paige. No, I had to go to. I had a flight to catch, but yeah. I did see Miss Page's whole set. <laughs> I did see Miss Page's whole set and did a great job. And then when Kane started, I had to go to the airport. But yeah, no, I, I mean I enjoy it. I, the coolest probably for me. I got to go out to Vegas um, back in uh, November of 2020, and then the beginning of 2021, and just you know to be able to say you've played Las Vegas. That. You played uh, at Coyote Ugly and yeah, Losers. Losers in what hotel is that in? MGM. That's right. Mm-hmm. We go every year for SHOT Show, all my outdoor folks out there. Uh, SHOT Show's in Vegas. We've been going since 2009, mm-hmm. minus COVID. Right. Uh, and uh, Do All Outdoors, I think it was, had a one of their uh, store parties or whatever at Losers at MGM. Yeah. It was cool. It was a cool little spot. Yeah, it was. I learned that I'm probably not like the Vegas person to be able to go for vacation. I, I don't yeah. have money. <laughs> you better not go to Vegas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, go. The money that I do have, I don't want to like waste it away <laughs> and gamble yeah. it. Um, we were talking about gambling this morning. It's a very expensive city to yeah, go to. Yeah, so if you're I, good at gambling, it can earn some money off of the little money you do have. I guess yeah, it's okay. But I guess so. I'm not that way. But I mean, I like like walking around and just looking at cities. So it was fun to just get to walk through, especially in November. It was beautiful out yeah. there. Um, so it was it was a very quick trip, but it was fun. I learned. After my first trip to Vegas very quickly, I'm, I'm not like the people out there. And I'm sure you felt the same way. But like at night, you go to like, yes. if you want to go out, like nightlife in Vegas. Uh, or even a restaurant or anywhere. Like people aren't like us in Vegas. <laughs> in a lot of different ways, actually. On the street and inside yeah. the building. Yes. But, you know, I, 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 this is my normal outfit. Those of y'all that don't know me very well, surprise. <laughs> this is what I wear eight days a week. Uh, and uh, boots and jeans and a Columbia button-up shirt. When I dress up at nighttime, fun fact, when I dress up like my nighttime outfit. It's just I, a different Columbia shirt. I don't shirt. have spring outfit. Yeah. <laughs> it's my nighttime Columbia shirt. It may be patterned. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I do a little pattern yeah. at nighttime. Get a little crazy. And I still wear my spring heel hat, but I take off crazy. my – that's my nighttime. So I go in everywhere at Vegas. <laughs> I go to Vegas, and I'm like, these people weren't dressed like me. That's a shocker. At all. And, you know, go to Nashville – and go to uh, Midtown or Broadway or wherever you go in Nashville and hang out. You see more like folks that kind of dress like us. There's some, more of but our people. Nashville can get a little crazy sometimes. It can get too. really crazy sometimes, yeah. But the, especially with the bachelorette parties that are there. How did that become? Well, uh, what, who started that? that? I don't know, but whoever's telling people to come to Nashville, <laughs> stop. <laughs> if you own a bar on Broadway, <laughs> you probably don't like that because they make bank off of people. I know. The place is crazy. People no, go there like it's crazy. It's fun. And as somebody who's like had a bachelorette party. Where was your bachelorette party? We went to Austin, Texas. I was about to say Nashville. <laughs> no. That was the one thing I told my sister, my best friend. I was like, you can, we can do whatever, but I ain't going to Nashville. Because I have cussed them girls out so many times by having to get around them. Ain't no way I'm doing it. But I, I'm glad they're having fun. I'm glad they're bringing all kinds of tourists to our city to tip the people that are on Broadway. But um it, it gets a little frustrating sometimes. Yeah, Nashville's kind of crazy. Fridays nights and Saturday nights. And the last few times I went, I was on a guy's trip, but we always try to like find somewhere off the beaten path a little right. bit to kind of hang out midtown. Or, mm-hmm. You usually text me, you're like, where do we need to go? What's happening? Yeah. Like, stay away from Broadway. Avoid it at all costs. What's that place on midtown with the little skeletons and the, is it Red Door? Yes. When you open the little hole by the mm-hmm. bar and there's like a whole, the basement's full of like skeletons and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Fun fact. That's where all the locals hang out. Yeah. Buy one, get one free on Friday afternoons. Hmm. I didn't know that. Bud Light bottles. It's expert. a family-friendly <laughs> show. What I heard, they had buy one, get one free. I don't know. That's what I was told. Uh, while we're on Nashville, I won't talk about this very long, but I will say I saw uh, Miss Page's golf skills one time oh in Nashville. She was uh, came by and said hey to us for a little bit and got her to play some top golf in Nashville. <laughs> She was great. I got a video. I can find that video. Please on, don't. When I post this well, podcast. Yeah, we'll insert. Joel, insert video now. Yeah. Please this don't. This is Paige okay. playing golf. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. This is probably not a video of her playing golf. We get out, probably like, please, do not post It's that. a video of Paige missing the golf ball and like almost throwing out her back because she's effort, an 85-year-old lady. The effort was amazing, though. Yeah. I've never. I the, My extent of golf has been like putt-putt. 
I'd, I'd never picked up a, is it driver? Is that what it's called? The big ones? Yeah. Yeah. I'd that's never the, picked up one of those in my the, life. That's the big ones. <laughs> it's called the driver. So, <laughs> I was out of place. I've never like played golf golf. Yeah, like no. Like a round of golf. Mm-mm. No. My brother-in-law, he's like on the golf team in high school, had lived on a golf course for a while. And I'm like, I don't understand you people. I have an outline, which I never usually follow. I'm not following it right now, but she just talking about understanding people. I just thought about this. We have people that listen to us taking it outside from all over the country because we're worldwide. And speaking of understanding people, I want you to, if you don't mind, there's two words you've said so far in this podcast that some of you may not understand what they are. So the first one is, uh, what is the opposite of left? Right. (laughs) And how do you spell that? R-I-G-H-T. Right. All right. And the second word is you've lived in Andrew your whole what? Life. <laughs> and how do you spell that? L-I- is it I or Y? That's what L-I-F-E. L-I-F-E. Life. Yes. All right. There you go. Sometimes, and I have the heart, and I go to places. I was about to say. I can't say a whole lot. When I travel around, people are like, what are you saying? Usually I talk too fast, which is a surprise, I know, but I talk too fast, which doesn't help. But I have a hard time sometimes with people understanding. When I moved to Nashville, people, well, my roommate in college was from Chicago, so that mm-hmm. was like complete shell shock for her. Um, but but people would ask me if I was from Texas. I'm like, have you I ever get, been to Texas? I get Texas a lot. Have you ever been to Texas? People don't talk like this. This I'll- guy called from Arkansas yesterday, and he just got so caught up on my accent and how i spoke and i'm like well you're in arkansas what? yeah you should be used to this my senior year at mount olive i got chosen to do some kind of political thing i'm not sure how i got in bed with that whole project but i went to <laughs> washington dc the year obama was inaugurated <laughs> we're not talking politics wow. but here i was dressed in my normal attire in washington dc i stayed two weeks and people it was actually a pretty cool experience but college kids all over the country were there for a two-week class at the washington center and went to the inauguration and all that. anyway wow. the point of the story is in our group we had people from oklahoma and all over the country and after the first day they were like pulling their friends over like hey, hey trent just say something say a sentence <laughs> listen, right? listen yeah. to this guy yeah. talk listen yeah. to this guy how he talks look at his accent and, and it was, wasn't even so much so the way i talked but the sayings that i would yeah. say that yeah. are just like north carolina sayings mm-hmm. yeah in Washington, that somebody was at, and I said, "Why are you so ill?" And they're uh-huh. like, "Ill? I feel fine." Uh-huh. I know. I said, no, why are you? No, you stop acting ill. Yeah. Like, no, I, I'm, I feel fine. Yeah. I, I played I ball <laughs> with girls just from Virginia. It's not that far away, and mm-hmm. they don't use ill. Yeah, as in bad. They use ill as in sick. And I'm like, yeah. well, I don't use ill as in no. Sick. You're mad if you yeah. ill. Yeah. If you're sick, you're sick. Mm-hmm. If you're ill, you're ill. Yeah. All right. Let's see. The biggest reason we're here. <laughs> 40 minutes later if you're still tuned <laughs> in out there uh no we wanted to bring miss page in because she's awesome and uh has done very well the last few years in her career and still got a lot more to go and excited to follow her through that journey but she's also she's playing the biggest show of her life she mentioned all these other artists a while ago and venues and shows but she's going to be p- performing at the 2022 Southern Outdoor Classic. Dun, dun, dun. And she's so excited. She can't stand it. Uh, next, I heard that, like, Trent guy. <laughs> yeah, Trent's going to be there, too. No, next Saturday, the Southern Outdoor Classic, we talked about it for weeks now. We've been planning it. Mr. Kent Jones, who couldn't be here today from East Coast Waterfowl, who's actually a family. Yes. Y'all were connected, too, right? Yeah, I was just with Kent. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Kent Jones from East Coast Waterfowl, along with Spring Hill Outfitters, and uh, – Putting together a 2022 Southern Outdoor Classic, the farm at 95, this, a week from this weekend, next weekend, the 27th, the 28th, right, of uh, August at the farm at 95, and Miss Page is one of our local artists who is going to grace us with her presence on Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. I'm looking forward to it. We're excited. I feel like I'm going to be, like, schooled in... Outdoor stuff. You're going to learn everything you ever yeah. wanted to know about I outdoor stuff. I don't know if I have any pull in this, but if you can do the flamethrowing demonstration while I'm here. Oh, I was going to bring the schedule. Oh, I forgot to. I would that. be jacked up to see that. We're going to have a flame. Maybe we could work that out at the same time like while you're on stage. Oh, uh, maybe can demo not. One. <laughs> Some pyrotechnics. 
<laughs> and the farm. Just I burned. do enjoy my hair the way that it is. Uh, no, no. So we got uh, demo. We mentioned demos. We've got all kinds of demos, including Exothermic is bringing uh, the flamethrower, bringing a handheld flamethrower and the one that you've seen in the video that mounts to a gun. And we're going to have that. We're going to have free gas, which is worth enough in itself. Oh, wow. You cannot use the gas in the can to put in your car. You have to put it in the flamethrower. But we're going to have free demos going on. I think there's two of those on Saturday and two on Sunday. Uh, shotgun demos, Benelli. Browning, Beretta, Rite. Can you shoot a shotgun? Well, you shoot a shotgun. I can. Um, is your husband coming Saturday? Yes, he will be stoked. The That's only cool. reason he's coming is to see Kent <laughs> and to see all the stuff. Out and here. to walk around. Yeah. Oh, is that Paige singing? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. who's she? <laughs> <laughs> Her voice sounds familiar. Bye. I'm going to shoot you shotguns. Yeah. No, That's he's, good that he's coming. He is stoked. Yeah, so lots of fun stuff playing. The Southern Outdoor Classic. We've got uh, a handful of local artists. From I say local. North Carolina, right. born and bred artist, uh, John Norris. Norris, and the other one is Eric Hawks. Mr. Eric Hawks. And they're going to be playing throughout the day on Saturday and Sunday. And Miss um, Page knows those guys a little bit better than I do, but I yeah. have faith in her and her judgment. She said they're great, so we that can't wait to have really them come did. through. Put a lot of faith in me because I did. just sent them your way. We sent her recommendations to us and then we took them. So. They could be like belly dancers and you wouldn't know. <laughs> if they get on stage and start belly dancing, y'all heard it right here. You know who to blame. <laughs> they may be belly. They could be just showing rabbits. If they come out with a rabbit, just hold a rabbit. Just hold a rabbit. Like Simba. <laughs> Oh, me. It's going to be a great weekend. I'm going to find a rabbit between now and next weekend. <laughs> Remind me. I'm going to make a note right now. Rabbit. It may be a fake rabbit. I will have, how do you spell rabbit? R-A-B- we can get a rabbit from the... I was homeschooled. Like the chicken <laughs> I, got, I got close. Did you put, I got close. <laughs> you put two T's? <laughs> yeah, I, got, I put the second one. I was like, this doesn't look right. So I just want to mark that one out. All right, so that's why he writes so bad, so you right. can't tell how he Let's smells. Were you really homeschooled? Nope. <laughs> you feel sad for me now? No. Yes, I was homeschooled. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Well, nigga, we say something now. <laughs> no, go ahead. No. Why are you crying for? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Go. Golly. <laughs> no, I just didn't know no, that. I was homeschooled third grade through high school. That's amazing. I went to public school. Lucky you. I was. That's what I thought. Yeah, I was very fortunate. Kindergarten, first and second, I was in public school, and I was homeschooled the rest of my career before I went to college. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you get to like sit around in your PJs? I or did you put on a Columbia shirt? Yeah, this is my school uniform. At eight years old, the Columbia was born. No, I was one. I always have been a morning person. So, like you know, when you're homeschooled, all you normal kids out there that were not homeschooled, please give me a. I'm gonna tell y'all how a day in the life. We need to talk of this. I would get up in the morning and do my school like early. Like I was get out of bed first thing, get all my schoolwork done. So I was done by. Before lunch every day was school. Oh, wow. So most of my weekdays. And luckily, honestly, I wouldn't be sitting where I am right now at this business if it wasn't for being homeschooled. I could work. So right. I got up early. When I first started working at Spring Hill Outfitters, I was 16. Wow. And a normal high school kid couldn't have done that. But I got up early. I was done with school by 9 or 10 and came to work. Dang. And here we are now. So now who's making fun of the homeschool kid? I wasn't making fun. I just didn't know. you very judgmental. Most no. people are. It's okay. It's You're... Homeschool, I'm the exception. There's a, stig- I, 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 yes. no, there's, there's a yes. stigma around yeah. them, yeah. which bless your soul. I, it's them. I'm not making it's not a, fun it's of not, you. say them. It's them. not a group of us. Like <laughs> you are a group of people. Like they have leprosy. We're homeschooled. People who are homeschooled. <laughs> those, but you are, you are very people. social. <laughs> those people. I know. No, I, I will say that those, a lot of people that we interacted with, somewhat interacted with when I was homeschooled, they, didn't, they were kind of like a little bit different. They didn't get a whole lot. I mean, we didn't say you weren't different. No. <laughs> okay. And that's this week's episode. Y'all tune in next week for another episode of Taking It Outside. No. I, uh, I got to go now. <laughs> yeah. Paige's got to go now. We're still going to hang around for a little while. Uh, yes, yeah, so and I was homeschooled. I don't know how we got on that conversation, but oh, my rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> Back to the outline that's okay. upside down now. I'm going to have a rabbit at. Uh, Next weekend, maybe a stuffed rabbit. Come to the Southern Outdoor Classic. I'm going to have you show your rabbit skills. Okay, we'll see stage. if it comes back to me. I hit forgotten. <laughs> Warm up a little bit. It's like picking up a child, like underneath the armpits. Oh, oh my so gosh. there's a way to pick them up. Uh-huh. I cannot wait for this. Uh, SouthernOutdoorClassic.com is where you can get free tickets. <laughs> tickets are free, but you have to have them. 
So sign up. If you don't have a ticket, you can't get in. Can I get in? Because I haven't gotten a ticket. Have you gone to the Southern Outdoor Classic? I, ne- I need to. After today, your ticket is $20. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, we'll get you a ticket. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Uh, SouthernOutdoorClassic.com. Make sure you share with all your friends and family. It's all totally free. Shotgun demos and flamethrower demos and live music and food trucks. Indoor vendors, outdoor vendors. We've got tractors and boats and... Uh, four-wheelers and side-by-sides and guns and ammo, a lot of shotgun shells and uh, Yeti coolers are going to be there and a lot of fun stuff. Over Sounds 40 like vendors. bring your pocketbook. Yeah, the yeah. event is free. To get in, the event is free. Everything else costs money. <laughs> the Yeti coolers and the <laughs> yeah. guns are not free. They're not free. So bring your – there'll be some show deals and show specials and – and uh, it's a good time to buy shotgun shells. Yeah, we got dove shells, which you know, last year we couldn't find any of those. Mm-hmm. We have dove shells that are going to be there. And uh, Griffin, don't listen to this. Yeah, Griffin, this is the part where you tune in. <laughs> don't worry about Paige when she's Lord, singing. I swear, if our house catch well, our safe is fireproof, but I, I swear it would be like Dagum 911 in our house. <laughs> <laughs> if it caught on fire, I'm scared to death. <laughs> Out of all the analogies you can find, D Day, nine eleven, D Day. Oh my God! Y'all made fun of me for being homeschooled. Jeez. All right, moving on from that, Griffin. If you're listening, we have plenty of shells at the house. She'll be on stage from two to three o'clock. So I'm giving you one hour of free shopping. (laughs) Two to three o'clock. You've heard her sing before. You don't care to see it again. You get one hour free shopping. She cannot stop you. Shop all you want. Inside vendors, outside vendors, demos. We're excited. We've been working on it for a long time now. Uh, And uh, it's all coming together. Excited Miss Page can join us next weekend. You're honestly the first person. We talked about live music, and and, uh, the first person that came to mind was we had to call Page. I appreciate it. Here we are. That was your first call. Yeah. 94.7 QDR will be doing a live remote there on uh, Saturday afternoon, I think right after your set. They're going to be there doing a live remote, giving all kinds of free stuff away. And then Sunday, our local friends over at 102.3 Country Superstars, the Johnson County Station, they'll be there on Sunday afternoon doing a live remote as well. Nice. So lots of fun stuff planned. What else do y'all want to add before we get off? Anything else that we missed? How do you spell rabbit? You know what? (laughs) (laughs) Not the way I spell it. (laughs) Hang on. I'll I'll tell you. Uh I made fun of her for saying right and right. life, and then I spelled rabbit room. What, what else did I miss? Anything else you want to add to all these great folks out there before we get off? I don't think so. If you want to hear more of my music, if you want to add it to your workout playlist or your beer drinking playlist. Which is better? Which would you say is a better playlist? If I was going to add, I have both of those on my phone. <laughs> which is a better? Which is if a I better playlist? The, the workout part. If I want to add your music, if I want to add your music to one of those two I playlists, mean, which I wouldn't one's say fit? like I've got like. Like workout pump up music, yeah. I'm probably more of a beer, drinking, a beer drinking kind of kind. thing. Okay. Uh, if you're like me, like I, I just actually made um a uh, a playlist yesterday called "Sad Songs Make Me Happy" because I love sad songs. <laughs> There's probably a deeper meaning that's, to that's that weird. that a therapist could <laughs> have. My a playlist name with. is Faves. <laughs> Yours? Oh, that's just, original. Just favorite. Just that's original. And then I listen to the same songs over and over, over and over and over and again. Then I delete them and then make, make a new, new faves. My playlist is Apple Music Country Risers every yeah. Friday, every Friday morning. Hey, you're listening to the new stuff. No, yep. but really, I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, all the places, YouTube Music. Um, I have videos on YouTube. Uh, I play a whole lot of shows every single year. Yeah, so we didn't mention that. You're going to be at a farm next Saturday, but besides that, where are you going to be? Do you know your schedule the next few weeks? Are you going to be around um, North Carolina, South Carolina? What this comes out tomorrow, Friday. Yep. I'll be in Pinehurst and then Benson this weekend. Where are you going to be at the Grove? Uh, Faint and Goat, the brewery. Are you going to tell you? <laughs> I'm show not going to bring my rabbit. <laughs> 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 so the I'm Faint and Goat. That's a, that's not far from Spring Hill Outfitter. No. And then uh, I'm headed to Nashville actually next week, and so I'm coming back just in time. Look at that. I have like a just writers round in Sanford on Thursday. Friday, I'm in Newton Grove, the big town of Newton Grove. Are you going to play in the traffic circle? Not in the traffic okay. circle. Um, Saturday, I'm here, and then I'm going to Dunn after that. And then Sunday, I'll be in Seven Springs. So I'm around North Carolina. Covering some places. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, 
Uh, make sure you follow Miss Page on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok as well. Check out our music, all of our videos. Show some love for North Carolina, born and bred, Miss Page. Yes. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Glad you could see the upstairs of Spring Hill Outfitters. I know. Very few come up A lot here. of people don't realize it's up here. Bougie. That's how we yeah. designed it that way. So we could kind of, the old store, this Odd. is true story the old store the office was like right inside the front door and like you're in there trying to like do work and people always walk right in the front right. door and came right mm-hmm. in you right. couldn't get no and they right. could and you couldn't i was gonna say how do you say right 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 i'm done making fun but no the old store was uh you know you couldn't do any work in the office without somebody going in so now we kind of designed this where all of their offices are in this spring hill studio yes room is all upstairs so we can kind of come up here and get our work done and grind it out and then yeah. go down and talk to people yeah all right thanks thank y'all Enjoy y'all go it. take it outside <laughs> sorry y'all probably you probably we're have not, a fancy ending not, i'm sorry i have to go now <laughs> hang on a second you can say it as always find this podcast on all major podcast platforms subscribe rate and review share with all your friends tell them how much fun it is and how much fun this episode was 50 minutes talking about 20 minutes of business and 30 minutes of showing rabbits and top golfing and how we spell words and say words yes uh check out spring Hill outfitters of course facebook and instagram southern outdoor classic is next weekend they have a Facebook. I say they. You we will say we, we, have, we have a Facebook and an Instagram, Southern Outdoor Classic. Uh, we got some giveaways planned for the next week. You're giving away Spring Hill Outfitters gift cards and East Coast Waterfowl gift cards and House Autry baskets and Carolina Packers stuff and all kinds of free stuff. You work at Carolina Packers nice, too, right? so, yes. Red Hot Dogs. We love Red Hot Dogs. So uh, follow them on social media. Follow Taking It Outside on uh, YouTube and all major podcast platforms. Thanks to Joe for what he does again next friday will be southern outdoor classic eve we usually pre-record these episodes during the week so we'll probably try to pre-record one sometime next week and have it out on friday with some last minute details probably mainly focusing on that event it's so big it's gonna be huge yes. it's gonna be great you'll be at the same place that once miss Paige johnson sang <laughs> and she'll be there again too yes it's her favorite venue. Past yes, presidents. She's been on the same stage as past, look at that, past presidents of the United States of America, vice no. presidents, and Miss Page all on the and top Paige. of the list. Yeah. Wow. Make plans to come join us next weekend. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Come by the store, Spring Hill Outfitters, exit 101 off of I-95 right here on the exit. You can't miss it. If you get out to exit 101, you'll find us. A billboard say guns, ammo, and freedom. That's what we believe in here. And we also believe in taking it outside. So uh, thanks again for y'all. I didn't introduce Miss Ashley by this point. I, you know, you know I she was is. thinking she, about this it. This is Miss Ashley, by the way. I was just going to let it go. <laughs> I'll do her intro here at the end. Okay. But, if you didn't know, now you know. I'm Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to y'all for being here. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, don't forget to take it outside. <laughs>